Live another day. Mirrors can't talk. Luckily for you, they can't laugh either. A lot of story there, a lot of lore. Uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing, I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, Episode 7. It is the show that managed to escape the maw. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Each episode, we are going to check in, we're going to have some laughs, and talk about the lore of Warcraft 1, or maybe two topics at a time. Well, my name is Jin, and I'm the maw walker. And I'm joined by, wait, wait, oh, the Maw Walker Alley. That's okay. right. I, 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 it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. I guess we're both both Maw Walkers. Whatever. Um, it works. It works. I'm just saying, like, let's see. It's immersion breaking. Tell everybody. It's, it's me. It's me. I'm the Maw Walker. I mean, I tried being a Maw Jumper, but that doesn't work. So I'll be a Maw Walker. It's fine. All right. All right. Cool. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alley. How have you been? How have you been enjoying Shadowlands? Oh, I'm so happy with it. I love it so much. (laughs) No, I mean, I did. So I did alpha and beta. So I've been through some of this, but I try not to read everything when I was doing an alpha and beta. And there are cinematics, even just in the intro and some of the earlier Bastion Oribos opening stuff that were in beta. So I didn't see them. Until last night. And so I was streaming it because we were doing a, a co-stream with all things Azeroth. And I was just geeking out about lore. It was just mm, so good. So good. Yeah, there's some there's some cinematics out there. And by the time you all listen to this, I'm sure you have seen some of those. And yeah, there, there's some really good ones. Seems to me like they are finally going to deliver on what the heck is Sylvanas up to. And that's, what I, that's all I'm going to say there. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Yeah, I haven't, like, I know it's out there, like, you told me it was out there, but, like, I, it's one of those things where part of me is like, I want to go see what it is now. But the other part of me wants to, you know, I want to experience this naturally as I get to it, just immerse myself in the whole experience. So I'm, I'm trying to hold off. We'll, <laughs> we'll see how long I last. Well, I'm just going to say, I hope that you can, uh, you know, n- give in or at least get to the point where you see it naturally by the time that next time we record, because man, oh, man, oh, easily. I'm just saying, I, just really, I really want to talk about that. But we'll, we'll talk about it next time. I promise. It's, it's I, so I, Thursday and Friday off, like we're, we're staying home for Thanksgiving. We're going to be gaming like crazy this weekend. It's going to be glorious. Oh, my God. I'm just saying it's insane. Um, and you, dear listener, you probably know what I'm talking about by, by now. So and that's, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> next time. Next time. We'll get to it. Yeah, because when I say spoiler, I mean spoiler. <laughs> like this isn't just earmuffs. This is like... Something beyond earmuffs. <laughs> yeah, it, it really something. Is. It's <laughs> it's pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm actually in the same boat as you because I I would like to, you know, see it naturally so I get the context, you know, the before and after. Because sometimes right, when yeah. you just watch a cutscene, you're like, well, that was neat. I don't get it. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that definitely happens. So, I guess I can ask, at this point, how far are you into the Shadowlands? Well, unfortunately, with trying to do an awkward co-stream, that was super awkward, um, 
I not as far as I would have liked. And then plus I'm working and everything. And this morning I ended up cleaning and uh, poop off the carpet and snow off the driveway. So I didn't play this morning like I was hoping to. That was fun. So I am just a little past 52 and I'm, I'm in Bastion. I'm, I'm, you know, Bastion's starting to kind of heat up. Um, okay. Some things, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm getting places. The next, t- tonight's probably going to be all podcasting stuff. And so tomorrow I'll get back into it. Yeah. I played a little bit today, yeah. so I just basically passed you. I just entered Maldraxxus. Okay, so, nice. Yeah, we're, we're kind of at the going right about the same pace here. Because <laughs> let, yeah, I mean, let me guess, you are reading mm-hmm. every single quest text, aren't you? You know, I, I was because that's that's how I roll. But when when you're when you're doing awkward questing with people, and sometimes they request text and sometimes they rush ahead, it's and, and you're trying to stream it. You kind of strike that balance between reading everything like you told them you were going to, <laughs> and realizing like you're kind of slowing down the whole process and messing things up for others. And you're like, hmm. So what I'm gonna do is. Like I'm from here on out, like I'm, I'll be on my own or with my husband so I can you know, stop and read. And I'm basically going to do everything on my DK that I did on my main on, you know, yesterday. That way I can actually go through it again and read everything to make sure I got all the little bits before. Right. And, and, then, and then I'll obviously focus back on my priest because that's, you know, I'm leveling first. Yeah, I've, I've been enjoying the the. I'm not going to say this is the only time I've ever done this because I did do this in, uh, in in BFA. I read all the quests in, in BFA. But I've just been very... And, and the fact that um, it's been really nice that, you know, Blizzard was like, hey, pay attention to this quest. You don't really need to read this one. You can if right. you want, but... <laughs> I mean, I still do because I really do enjoy reading the quests and I want to know why I'm doing things. But I love that they did that because it really helps to keep the story straight as opposed to BFA. Oh, I will I will warn you. There is one of those quote unquote side quests that oh yeah, you you should definitely read that one as a as a lore nerd. Um Oh yeah. It's it's the one where it deals with the um yeah, apparently the void attacked Bastion and you'll get to Yes. I saw that, that a little I saw that in beta and I went through that in beta, but I didn't actually like, I actively chose not to read those quests. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to read it. I'm just here to test. I'm just here to test. <laughs> so I know what happens, but I didn't read anything about it. So yeah, I was I was like, Thanks. well, this is interesting. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm over here. I can't, like, I think the first time that I saw, and, you know, you're probably well into this part. You, you know, you did the questing, so. And this is a week. People won't hear this for a week, so this won't be a spoiler yeah, anymore. It's fine. Yeah, we're good. Because we're, we're just talking about bashing it, and I'm not going to spoil anything else because I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I saw Uther, I was like, <gasps> right? <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Well, that's the thing. Like, so I did, I did this in beta, and originally I was thinking about taking my priest to Bastion, and then I saw Uther, and that Uther was not for them. Uther was against them. Like, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. I want to trust Uther. Why does he not like these guys? Well, f- screw them. I don't want to take my priest here anymore. And then I found out how much I love Arden Wilden, and it all worked out nicely. But it always made me not trust the Kyrian because of seeing Uther on the other side of them. I will say, so since I have moved into Maldraxxus and the story 
stopped where it did. You know, my initial thought was, damn it, I'm going to have to level my ult, aren't I? <laughs> yes. Yes, you will. Yes, like, you no, will. Oh, I want to know actually what happens. Well, and I think, I'm guessing that's what it's going to be for, like, for all the covenants. Yeah, I mean. Most likely. I have a strong feeling as a lore nerd, Bastion is going to be the only one that really is going to be like, I must do this one. I don't know. I kind of know uh, some of the spoilers of Arden Wheels. Daddy so. D over there. I don't know. Damn it. <laughs> 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 Play your alts, Jin. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, it, it, I'm sure it'll go a lot faster than the, uh, in the, in the subsequent playthroughs since I won't be reading the quest text again. Exactly. Okay, Plus, you can go straight to that covenant and get the rest of the story. So it's fine. Yeah, you start getting like what is it? You start getting your renown and crap like that. Like yeah, renown. yeah. There you go. Oh man, but I don't know. My my alts are like super undergeared, so it might be a little slower too. <laughs> oh, well. Maybe you can pass them to like greens or something. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because it's basically like uh, I'm sure if I sent them in there now, they'd be like I'd, I'd be like slogging through the mall. Like, give me an upgrade. I need an upgrade. <laughs> Help! <laughs> because <laughs> did I use my alts for the pre-patch? No, I did not. <laughs> I doing? took two of my alts through, and then my third alt—it's already fairly decently geared, so I kind of skipped her because of that. So should be okay. Like my so my death knight is one of the ones that I took through the pre-patch because she literally just hit fifty Saturday. Like so, she just hit fifty, and I started running her through the pre-patch, and. She's holding up in the mall fairly well. I'm not taking too much damage with just the gear I was able to get through the pre-patch event. So, all right. Well, I mean, so supposedly, it's not bad. It's not bad. Supposedly, you can get in there at like level 48. So, I mean, maybe I'll be fine since at least my ults are 50. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know. But we'll see. All right, you do anything else besides geek out on this fun stuff? Uh oh. Um. Did I do up. anything else? <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything to note before I start getting into this geek out. <laughs> no. Um, I, I built a little um, three-drawer cabinet thing over here. It's for my Pretty Kia. cool. Like, I'd be like, kill a rare, screw, screw. Kill a rare, <laughs> do another thing. Like, I'm just kind of slowly throughout the day <laughs> started building it. So that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, By the end. And it was, of course, it was one of those cheapo. It's one of those cheapo ones. Where, like, the holes they put in the wood, like, was not. Or, you know, fake wood. Like was not actually deep enough. So by the end, like I, I was sore from like manually like digging in there with a screwdriver because I was determined to do it on my own. And then eventually I was like tired and done. And and yeah, my, my husband came with the drill and finished it off because I was so tired. <laughs> <laughs> and he gave it to me, but like I was like upside down for like this one part, and I just, I I was tired, so he just. I was like, he you he came it. and helped me did it. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. 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 But um, no, I so I I got this nifty little book. I was gonna show you, but I, I don't have to because you also got this nifty little book. Yeah, I, I have a nifty exploring, book here too. Exploring Azeroth, the Eastern Kingdoms, which this was on pre-order back in March, I believe. Is that when I pre-ordered it? I think so because I'm I'm 99 sure that's when my husband pre-ordered it for me as a birthday present. Hmm. And I finally got it in November. <laughs> Better late than never. So, I'm saying. Right, exactly. 
And so, I mean, we we knew it's about the story of, you know, Sean Flynn going through Eastern Kingdoms and finding, you know, treasures and information on locations and whatnot. But what I didn't know was that it would mostly be Shaw's notes on all these things. And you can see where he does like spy masters updates on things that, you know, got updated like over the years and whatnot, which is really cool. But what also happens is that Flynn leaves a whole bunch of like flavor notes, as I'm calling them, throughout the entire thing. And it's awesome. And there's this one part where he's the one to do the notes for Booty Bay and then Shaw leaves notes. Like it's, it is so creatively done with a flavor and detail that I was not expecting. And just thumbing through it, it is awesome. So I have a copy right here and I just thumbed through it myself and I took one look at it and I went, dang, why didn't the, why didn't they do this for Chronicle? Cause this is freaking amazing. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, this is, this is, I think this is the highest quality like book they've ever put together. Like it's like the level of detail that they put in there. It, um, it, the best example that I can give is it feels like a D and D manual. But actually, a little higher quality than that. Um. <laughs> when I love like with Flynn's notes, I mean he's he's my game boyfriend, so of course I'm I'm madly in love with it. But you could hear his voice saying some of these things when he talks about treasure and making a rum run, and just other things like that. And it's just <laughs> the little touch of comedy that goes with it. It's glorious, and I'm so happy with it. So yeah. happy. I'm very happy with it too, and I've only looked at it for about a good thirty seconds. So right <laughs> when we got on on camera with each other, because I was like, I was so excited to show Jin, like, look at the book I got. And then as I'm holding it up, he he held it up too, because of course he got it. Of course, <laughs> it was great. I'm just surprised great. that it was it arrived on the exact same day, because I literally got it today. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. there you go. That's how that works. It's fancy. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So, what about you? What have you what have you been up to? Well, I've kind of been interjecting what I've been doing this entire time. So yeah, I've been playing some chat. Anything, anything else? Um, I mean, besides WoW, I mean, the main thing I've been doing is, um, you know, looking forward to Thanksgiving. But yeah, that's mostly for the the time off. But I'm also yeah. participating <laughs> in a. Uh, <laughs> I'm also participating in a virtual run. So yeah, that's where it's a it's a five k. Yeah. Cause, so are you gonna really run in place, like in your room on camera? No, oh, okay. virtual, <laughs> as in like you use an app to track your, you know, how far you, oh, and then you gotcha. just upload. Like I did it in this amount of time, so so that's how it's virtual. You just go All do right. run a five k, and then boom, there you go. See, the last time I did oh. this run, uh, this was several years ago. I did the ten k portion, but I'm a little, little, I'm a little out of. A little out of running shape at the moment because I think I jacked up my leg a little bit. So I'm trying to like. Don't do that. I'm like, let's just stay off of it until Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> so Is it like a turkey trot 5K yeah, or something or other? Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's the, the Sacramento's run to feed the hungry. It's actually, I think the. Oh, cool. The, the nation's largest, um, like Thanksgiving, uh, charity event. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I will be running to feed the hungry because I, I said I still picture just a zoom meeting of everyone just like running in place in the room super awkwardly. That's <laughs> when you say virtual marathon or whatever. So that's marathon. I no, I did that. that when I was 22 and I'm not doing those again. That, Sorry, that run. 
I, I don't run, so I don't pay attention to these terms. But yes, run. Well, marathon is 26.2 miles. I'm just going to tell you right now. That hurt. Yeah, <laughs> that no. Was, that was that's, very that's painful. Um, <laughs> then I did a half marathon. Also painful. Not as bad, obviously. It's only half. <laughs> that's 13.1. Half painful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> honestly, it was. it didn't even come close to the... Like the pain that was twenty six point two miles, <laughs> right? Because uh, I, it's I don't know if you've ever seen like on TV or whatever. You see the the people with those like they almost look like um, little gel packs or something as they're running, and they like just suck them down, and they're like, you know, yes, right. <laughs> uh, I never knew that the those were actually important until I hit mile twenty, and it's not like Ooh. I was actually in pain. It's just right. my body was like, nope, we're done. You had a fuel. Gas is empty. <laughs> and then I kind of went, that's why those people use those things. <laughs> as yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, because usually as you're running, there's, there's those uh, little Gatorade stations. You know, right. there's a little bit of calories in Gatorade and they got the electrolytes yeah. and all that. So you you swig that real quick and your body was like, oh, we can do this again. <laughs> and then about five minutes after that, because it was only like a thimble full of Gatorade, it's yours. Like, no, no, we're done. Nope. <laughs> Gas is empty again. So, yeah. Nope. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, that's what I've been doing, and now, honestly, right now, I'm just waiting for my leg to stop being. Ow. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That definitely sucks. That's ah, fine. It's 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 a muscle thing. It's not like an actual injury injury, so it'll be fine. Yeah. It's if it was like tendons or like a bone, I'd be like, yeah, it's jacked up. It's, yeah, it's that 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 would be bad. It's real bad. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. It's just like, it's just like a ow. That kind of hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> kind of like, yeah, kind of like that. That's, that's pretty much it. I feel like the next time I have some kind of muscle soreness somewhere, I'm going to hear your little voice in my head <laughs> saying that. And my little weird oh. Elmo voice. <laughs> <laughs> that's a spring. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> That's helpful. <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> well, right, right. All right. Well, before we jump into drinky stuff, you do anything else? Because I think that's about it for me. Because like, I think we're done. <laughs> all right, drinky, drinky. So I don't have a sounder for drinking, but what are we drinking? What is this thing? Yeah. This was your idea. It is my. Well, it was more like a. It, we had you had your idea and my story uh, once again said no. <laughs> well, and I'm saying, well, so I, I, I was calling for a Sam Adams winter lager and it's one of those things that it's a Sam Adams, which is like available everywhere. So I was hoping you'd be safe. I saw but the winter loggers, lager. Right. <laughs> but like, because the, the, the winter lager is like limited edition and delicious. And so some people, st- you know, stock up on it and some stores just don't carry enough of it. So I was, I was hoping you'd be able to get it, but well, that did I, not work out. If I went to like a real store, it wasn't just like local, local, maybe. Right. But well, you know, it's very COVIDy outside right now. So it I is very COVIDy outside. <laughs> so I don't want to like <laughs> go into like big cities right now. I just go to the yeah, local get stuff. So yeah. Anyway, so be- because the winter lager was unsuccessful, so I I found the next best thing, which was the Sierra Nevada Celebration Fresh Hop IPA, and honestly, it's pretty good. Like I was, it is. I was thinking I was going to be a little disappointed, you know, looking forward to some winter lager by the the old Sam Adams. 
Mr. Founding Father himself, but nope. Nope, this is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, playing. yeah. He didn't, you know, didn't said he grabbed this, and so I'm like, eh. I was going, because I need to go get more of my Captain Morgan's private stock, because I'm almost out, and it is very cozy outside, and I'm sure things are going to shut down soon, so I'm like, let's, let's get that. You and so probably, I was like, you should probably well, grab some of that while you're flipping through the Eastern Kingdom's book. It feels appropriate. Oh, God, it's perfect. <laughs> he even talks about Roman there. It's perfect. Um, <laughs> And so, yes, I, I went, I was like, uh, like I went through like most of like the, the back, like beer area. I was like, oh, oh, oh. And then I like last minute found it. And so, yeah, I was lucky to find it in my little liquor store that I went to. And here we are. It's, it's pretty tasty. Right. Yeah. I was thinking I was going to be disappointed, but hey, they said, no, it's pretty good. I don't remember what the ABV is, but whatever. It's something. It's doing... Oh, there it is. 6.8. I found it. I was going to say, you have the bottle right there. See, I did the Warcraft mug, but you went the bottle. Well, I got a... I got, so you should I got be able both. to tell me. See, I got glass and the, and the Oh, bottle. see, I didn't see the glass before. See, I, gotcha. got, I got both. I got both. But anyway, <laughs> I think we... Uh, I think we, we, we've thoroughly covered beer-related things. So, you want to jump into some actual lore and not just geeking out about how far we've leveled? <laughs> Yes. Right, I've been dying for this. <laughs> yeah, oh, let's do this. What you talking about? 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 Well, so, before we really jump in, gotta tell you, if you have not played yet, if you're if you're waiting for whatever reason, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you, you know, maybe someone bought it for you for Christmas and you're waiting. I don't know. I'm not, no judgment here. But we will be talking <laughs> about the intro quests into... Is the Shadowlands, okay? We're not going to dive into the into the questing zones yet. It's probably for a future episode because there's some fun stuff in there. Maybe we'll hold off until we've ran through, you know, our alts and actually got the full story because, like I was saying previously, I'm, I feel like I got a little, little bit of the shaft on the bastion there because I was like, I only got half the story. <laughs> <laughs> so... Here is your official warning if you do not want to hear us talk about the intro quest. Or, by the way, there's one other thing here, too, because we're going to lead into it, because the intro thing wasn't too that too lengthy. But we're going to lead into it with the We Ride Forth short story. So if you'd like to read that, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Because it's like, it goes like, We Ride Forth, and then, bam, right into the, like it's It's all connected. So. And if you, if you don't want to manually read that yourself... You can listen to Jared do it on his Twitch channel. He, he does a reading of it. It's uh, Jared RPG on Twitch. He has a bot up of him reading it. And that's pretty great. God, I sh- so should have done that. because I, really I listened guess. to it twice today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have done that. No, I read it like a, like a peasant. <laughs> I read half of it and then I got busy. And so that day I was like, ooh, I should probably finish that. Yeah, I should have done that while I was like questing because like literally Shadowlands was out and I'm over here just reading We Ride Forth and I'm just like do 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 reedy 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 man I could have multitasked silly gin silly gin that's okay that's <laughs> anyway okay. so like I said you've been warned and when I say you've been warned I gotta play sounder ha <laughs> I don't know why you gotta do it in front of the kid with the effing all you gotta do is say earmuffs to him earmuffs that's right earmuffs everybody <laughs> it's not not big earmuffs. Like I said, we're just doing the, the intro. We're not even going to spoil the Bastion stuff, which you may already hear about because, I don't know, maybe you like spoiler shows. <laughs> anyway, so we ride forth. 
if you haven't heard about it, right? This is a short story all about the four horsemen. Okay. Now, when we say the four horsemen, obviously, this is not Alexandrus Mograin and you know, the original Nax. Darian Mograin's there, though. So, yeah. But he's got a couple other buddies with him. And when I say buddies, I mean, and I was actually thinking about this. Did you did did you think it was kind of funny that one of the new four horsemen it was his brother's buddy? You think about that, Sally Whitemane, totally best friends with uh, Renault Mograine. <laughs> I was like, I I actually never made a connection, but now you mention it, I kind of want to say duh to myself. I did. That. Yeah, that that's actually interesting. I was literally reading this last night, and I and the the connection just kind of popped into my head. I was like, oh right, yeah, because cool, you just went over it in Morley Gray. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, oh yeah, Sally Whitemane was totally friends with Renault Mograine. There we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Nazgrim and Thoris Trollbane is there, too. <laughs> See, I know about Nazgrim, but when I was reading this, I was like, Trollbane's there, too? Oh, my God. Yeah. See, I need to play the freaking Legion Death Knight thing. I still haven't done it. It's the lead. The, the Death Knight Order Hall campaign is phenomenal. See. I love it. I know the story. I know all the basics about how they tried to go Victorian and all this kind of stuff. And then things happened and they had to go get a sub because <laughs> the paladin said no. <laughs> it's it's totally worth going back and playing through. Like if there's ever a lull in Shadowlands and you're content with your alt or whatever, take time to go back and do the Death Knight Legion Order Hall. It's just it's so good. Yeah, with the whole the way Chromie time is working, I'm just like, I don't even really want to like even pay to move this death knight that i barely played back in the day i'm like i just just level it just start over again it goes quickly enough yeah one. yeah so yeah i might i might actually do that one of these days but anyway down the road we got some four horsemen like we said yeah it is uh is it's darian mograin right he's there and we got sally white man Nazgr- general nazgrim but he just goes by like you know i don't know if he's got a different title now but yeah, he's a death knight and Thor's Trollbane. Okay. Now, uh, when I first started reading this book, or short story, I was like, wait, what? Because <laughs> it basically <laughs> opens with Darian saying, hey, guys, you want to kill a Lich King? And I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> what now? <laughs> I thought you guys were friends because I was just playing some Shadowlands and you guys were hanging out. What's happening? <laughs> right. And then I'm like, I just saw... A little cinematic where you helped him out. So, but this will make, this will, don't worry, it'll make sense by the time we get to the end of this. <laughs> so, anyway, like you said, uh, Darian was like, hey, we're going to kill the Lich King. Right? And he was, he was talking to all his buds there, the four horsemen. At, at one point, he was like, uh, it's like, it's like clubhouse meeting time. Everybody else out. <laughs> and I like that Nazgrim <laughs> liked to yell at everyone still. Even though, like, all the undead were just like, all you had to do is, like, think, get out of here, and they'd leave. But he still liked yelling. He wants, he wants to use his general voice. <laughs> I just love that he was like, ah, and he's like, I totally don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, um, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Well, oh, what, what am I saying here? So, anyway, what, I guess what, what Darian was the most frustrated with with Bolvar is that he was keeping things from him. He was keeping secrets. That was the main thing that he was like, like this guy, he's not letting us in. You know, you ever have a friend? He's got, he's got some, got some stuff going on. 
he's just not telling you and you're like dude i can help and he's like no man I go, no this is i'm i'm not letting you know this is for yeah. your own good right because this basically what's actually happening is he's got a bud and you know mr boulevard four dragon is like no no like seriously if i tell you this it's not gonna go well for you so just you know i'm just gonna keep you in the dark on purpose so <laughs> yeah and i think actually the crazy thing is is at one point the bull um darian he actually was uh when he was talking to him he actually tried to um to kill uh bolvar just by himself he yeah that went well yeah he tried to kill him <laughs> and bolvar was he he took control of him because he's like he's like you forget i'm still the lich king even though i'm the nice one <laughs> I just, I love the idea that the entire time he could have done it. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, if I wanted to take control of you, I could have. So maybe you should be nice to me. (laughs) I am a benevolent God. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so this thing does have a whole bunch of little flashbacks and things like that that it pops in, in and out of. So the first little flashback that you get is uh, of Nazgrim during the Fourth War, you know, BFA, right? And he's basically playing the role of grave robber, right? So he's running around, and he's like, okay, this guy was pretty good, get him, and okay, this guy's pretty good. And I like, and I like this, that this is one of the things that, because Nazgrim was like, why are we picking these guys up? Why don't we just let them, like, you know, rest in peace in their own land, right? Well, Bulvar, yeah. he says... I claim them so that others cannot. And Nazgir was like scratching his head like, what? <laughs> and I think this is the, the first obvious indication that Bolvar knew what was up because. Absolutely. So as we kind of chatted about in a previous episode, Bolvar, he through the Helm of Domination, obviously he's able to peer into the Shadowlands at least briefly. So I think when the whole stuff went down, I think Bolvar knew about it. So he's like, things are happening. We need to save as many people as possible or else they're going straight to the mall. And that's not good. So, yeah, he was almost like, he was creating death knights out of, um, it was like a altruistic death knight. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that, yeah. It's like, yeah, they were were pretty good in life. Why don't we uh, make them a death knight rather than send them to the mall? Seems like a better life to me, don't you think? Well, anyway, that's ba- that was the first little flashback of Nazgrim going like, why are we doing this? And Bolvar was like, don't worry about it, bro. I'm claiming him, so someone else can't. And there you go. Now, basically, they have decided that, you know, all four of them, they're like, okay, Bolvar, he took control of you. Uh, I guess it's time to kill the Lich King. And I think my favorite little, like, interplay during this whole thing was Sally Whitemane basically going, oh, we get to kill the Lich King? Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, and I, I love that she still holds on to her her hatred of the undead, even though she is undead now. <laughs> it's kind of like a... Right. It's kind of like a Lillian Voss, because they have a very similar kind of back, background, you know? Cause yeah, were, I can see that. Because they're, yeah. they're both Scarlet Crusade, right? And she, they've pretty much both dedicated them lives to, lives to eradicating the undead. So, I, I think Lillian Voss at this point has much more accepted it. And since 
Sally's more of a a new joiner to the undead. She's still a new joiner. <laughs> she's she's still she's still bitter. <laughs> so, yeah. She's bitter. Anyway, so the little the how do you say that? The Archeris? Archeris? I don't know. The little little death knight little little putt putt, you know. I always called it Archeris. Archeris, okay. The little yeah. little um ziggurat, that's what it's called. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it makes that noise too when it moves. <laughs> it's like the crazy frog where it's like <laughs> That's a really weird mental image. <laughs> yeah, it is. Now that I'm picturing it, it's super yeah, weird. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> so <laughs> Um Here's another little fun little tidbit that uh, it was great to read about. And I liked the fact that I guess these four horsemen, they're, you know, they're soldiers, they're brother in arms now. And I think that was pretty awesome that Nazgrim was talking about how he actually spent several years in the internment camps, you know, between the second and third war. And Thoris Trollbane now, now buds with Mr. Nazgrim. Right. Is saying like, was, he actually was back in the day saying like, no, we should kill all the orcs. Why are we paying taxes to uh, keep them alive? And I thought the coolest thing was is that even Trollbane in this little, little little short story was like, "Yeah, I was wrong. I'm glad we didn't kill you because yeah. you're a cool dude." Yeah. I loved their little interaction with what was it Nazgrim? Like came in and did like a human male like polite curtsy, <laughs> and then <laughs> and Trollbane's then, like zug zug. Yeah, <laughs> Trollbane was <laughs> zug zug. <laughs> I thought that was really fun. <laughs> Yeah, I loved their, uh, m- the two of them basically making fun of their cultures, almost like <laughs> where Nazgrim probably could have been like, that's racist. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the kind of, it's this kind of jokes that friends usually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been in the Marines. We, we make them. <laughs> <laughs> Tis true. All right. So let's see. All right. So we got another little flashback. This is a Trollbane flashback. So Mr. Trollbane, he was talking to the Lich King. About and he was like, um, "Why on earth are you keeping us in the dark?" Because he's obviously aware of this too. He's like, "Hey, you know, we're your four horsemen, supposed to be like your best buds. Why aren't you telling us what's going on?" Well, because he's like, "No, nah, you don't need to know about that. Because if I tell you, you're just gonna die." It's like you do know that uh, unprepared soldiers are just gonna die too. So you should probably tell us. And he's like, "Nope, not gonna happen." <laughs> so anyway, Bolvar didn't tell him much, but basically the only thing that he really told him is it's like, well, like, what are you like? What are you worried about? And he even said, uh, Sylvanas and Trollman's like, what are you worried about her for? She's like, she ran away. She went, <laughs> you're all nothing, right? <laughs> and Bolvar, he basically said her war has upended the balance between life and death. Death feasts and the power of the helm boils. The legion turned our world into a uh, charnel house. I don't think that, I think that's how you say that word. Whatever. Yet I felt nothing of the sort then. All right. The reason I even bring this up is because I thought it was very interesting. Because as we're about to get into when we talk about the intro of the Shadowlands, one of the things we learn about is the machine of death breaking. And I think that was... Bolvar basically saying, hey, the Legion invading all this crap was happening. And then 
somewhere after the the war with the Legion is when that whole incident went down because he didn't notice it uh, until after Sylvanas went senior psychopath and started killing everybody. And he's like, uh-oh, something's going down. Right. Yeah. So that was my, my first clue of timing. Right? Yeah. So let's see. Well, now, now we're done with that flashback. That was a good one. Yeah. All right. Now we still got a few hours away. The little Arcturus is still putting along through the sky. And they're they're about a, they're about a few hours away from ice ground. And that's when the, all four of them, they felt it. The unbridled power of the helm had come over them. And this, free, this kind of freaked them all out. Now, if you want to know exactly what happened, do you remember in the little cut in the in the um, cinematic with Shadowlands when Bolvar stood up and he went from red to blue? That's what it was. Yep. <laughs> Ex- that's exactly what that was. Like, I love that we get this like different viewpoint of that cinematic. Like, I love how these two tie into each other. It's it's good. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Um, because as I was as I, as I was reading this, it like little light bulbs were turning on for me, and I was like, oh, that's what that was. That's why he went from blood to frostback. <laughs> Basically, because that's what we, we all thought it was just something kind of innocuous. But no, it was Bolvar saying, OK, I'm giving in. I'm I'm going to accept the power of the helm of domination because um, one of the things one of the things that the, the, the horsemen were talking about was if Bolvar ever gave in to the helm, there's only one thing that's going to happen. And that's a dead world. So, uh that's when they're like, yep, we were right. It's time to kill the Lich King. <laughs> yeah. It, because that was the thing that they, why they liked Bolvar on the crown, like sitting on the throne for so long is because he was able to resist. He was able to resist for years and years and years. And then all, then all this obviously happened. And then he's like, okay, well, if I'm going to fight this crazy lady, I better actually bring a fight. Hmm. I guess the jailer's powerful. Is guess what we're going to say here? Because yeah. <laughs> it looked like he was fighting pretty hard, but he still looked like he got his butt handed to him. <laughs> well, I mean, they've been amassing all this power. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so yeah. Now, next up. Well, now they're actually getting pretty close to the Ice Crown, and they they uh, they now all actually received a vision from Bolvar. He was basically saying, like, look, guys, I didn't just give in. I'm dealing with some stuff right now. And it was they were they were actually able to see kind of, you know, Lich King, very psychic power, like Professor X. Right. Uh, They were able to see the battle between Bolvar and Sylvanas, like going down. They're like, oh, crap. And I think this is when light bulbs were turning on in their head going like, yep, he knew that she was coming. And, (laughs) (laughs) And that's when they're like, yeah, okay." Yeah, he was he was still being a bud because um, yep. if he had told us, if he had told us that uh, she was coming, I totally would have stayed to fight, and I probably would have died. <laughs> yeah, and then all of Azeroth would be screwed. And as they explained in the beginning, like their whole purpose is to defend Azeroth. Yep. So, yeah, that wouldn't work out. <laughs> yeah, because that was one of the big things that they were talking about. Is like we didn't pledge allegiance to Bolvar, the Lich, the Lich King. We pledged allegiance to Azeroth. We were supposed to right? protect Azeroth, not 
a dude with a hat on. <laughs> so they're like, we don't care. Oh, and the other fun little thing that kept going back and forth between all four of them was, well, who's going to wear the hat? <laughs> I like how one, when they're like, Trollbane was like, that's not the crown I want. <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> I don't want that. Nazgrim's like, I don't want that either. Sally's probably like, I definitely don't want that. And Darian's like, yeah, it's probably going to be me. He's like, I hope I die first. <laughs> right. I think they were all thinking like, because that was actually the, I think the, the end of that discussion when they were like, who's going to wear the hat was like, let's see who survives first. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's, that's more important. Well, anyway, uh, let's see. Now, they also knew uh, that, okay, so they're, they're watching the battle with Sylvanas and the crazy crap happening. And suddenly they're, they're just like out of, out of nowhere. It was like, oh, well, this is nice. Because one of the things that I thought was very interesting is when the, in the, during this entire story, they kept referring to the presence. And the presence was actually, and the, the thing I picked up on is they kept capitalizing the presence as if it went like, was a person. Like, you know, almost like it's like, oh, this is like the, maybe, maybe it's like a stand in for the jailer or something like that, where it was trying to right. indicate that the presence was, you know, like some type of. You know, it's like, like you know, you capitalize the first, the first letter of a name. So it's like, this is something important here. So it basically at this point, it was almost as like, like chains had lifted from their mind. And they were like, oh, well, I didn't even know those were there, but this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Feels good, man. Feels good. <laughs> but anyway, they, at that point, they knew that the helm had been destroyed and that the undead were rising up. So... So, if you're wondering now, if there's a little cinematic where, if you're reading this and you're like, oh, I thought they were trying to kill the Lich King and then they helped him out. Well, they were on the way there. That's why they were already there. They were like, oh, hey, it's the Lich King. I knew she would come one day to seize this power for herself. Instead, she has done the Well, never mind. He's not the Lich King anymore. It's Bolvar. Let's go pick him up. He's a good dude still. <laughs> so, how did you like the story, Allie? Did you were you a big fan of this this short story? Oh, yes. I thought it was freaking awesome. It was so good to see. Like I've always liked Death Knights and and Death Knight lore and story and everything. And so to see a little more of a detailed glimpse into what their relationship is with the Lich King and with Bolvar. And how all this went down and, and the description of that moment of, you know, they could tell when the helm was taken off of Bolvar's head and then they could tell when it was destroyed. And the descriptions for feeling that, for feeling that presence, it was just, it definitely, it gives you a new viewpoint on all this. And it was, it was really well done. And I liked it a lot. Yeah. There was a, there was another flashback in here where it was talking about how Darian was, uh, it, it basically was the the moment where he decided that he was going to attack the, the Lich King. Um, was he was walking up the steps and he was walking through and like he was noticing that there was like puddles of water there instead of just ice and he was like what's going on and then he noticed that 
basically Bolvar was breaking free of the ice and he's like and that's where he's like okay this guy's up to something and he needs to be put down <laughs> so right and I just love the whole idea of like he noticed a like a crack in the ice and his neck was exposed and he's like okay well I'm gonna swing the sword but then Bolvar was like nah you're not swinging the sword <laughs> he right. even even made him summon the 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 death gate back to Arcaris and, and he was just like, Oh, hi, we'll see you later. <laughs> and I believe when that's, I, thought, a, I think that's actually when ahead. he told him, it's like, Hey, next time you come back, bring all four of you. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is when he said that. Yeah. I, I thought it was really interesting because if you go through the, at least for me, when I went through the death Knight order hall and Legion, there are interactions with Bolvar that do make you kind of question him, at least back then a content. And it made you wonder what is Bolvar up to? Is he going to be a villain down the road? And so it was interesting to see them kind of go through that where it's like, okay, what is Bolvar up to? Like there's something, you know, and so it's kind of interesting to see that. Like, I know I wasn't the only one that felt that way during Legion and to see like, that is something they have also felt about Bolvar. And it's, it was just, I thought that was a really cool. Yeah. I connection. believe the, the quote I heard from several podcasts when that was when Legion was still current content with Bolvar is up to some shit and we need to know yeah. what he is up to because <laughs> we don't know what he's doing and now we know he just we know so much more now he oh had my an inkling that some <laughs> serious crap was going down and yeah. he just didn't want to tell us about it because he knew we were all going to die if we helped him <laughs> exactly you know he's a good dude he was a he was a freaking uh, you know frontline tank back in the day sword and board you saw the Wrathgate cinematic of course you know he he was taking the damage for us that's that's him he's yeah he's dude. a good dude but you know once you put on the helm you know sometimes it changes a person yeah, and so I we mean, didn't really know like what what is he up to like is he is he still we, good we didn't understand the whole color scheme <laughs> back then you know we could have just right. been like he's still red it's yeah. fine <laughs> Yes. It's like, ah, crap, he's going blue. Uh, let's put him down, guys. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. It's bad, guys. It's bad news. Which is funny, because usually, you know, since I play Alliance, blue is usually good. But in this case, blue's bad. Blue's, blue's bad. great. Blue's my favorite color. Blue's great. But you have this blue's in this bad. case. Blue's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got anything else to say about the short story before we jump into some Shadowlands goodness? Because this was just like a um, intro to it. It was... It was it was just awesome, and I'm so glad they did it. Yeah, and seriously, it's only 27 pages. If you don't feel like uh, you know letting Jared read that to you, it's pretty nice though. So yeah, it's 27 pages. If you want to read it yourself, or if you're feeling a little lazy, like I probably should have been, go listen to Jared read it to you. It'll be good. And he tries to make his voice like all like deeper and gravelly and stuff. He worked so He's hard doing at the it. It was it was nice. it was really cool. All right, well, hey, let's jump into some actual Shadowlands because it's Shadowlands yes. time, baby. Of course, we were going to talk about some Shadowlands. So excited. Well, so first thing that you get when it's Shadowlands time is obviously it's like, hey, come to Stormwind, and I was and I was flying an ice crown because obviously I was doing some pre, you know, some pre-patch stuff going like, but it's right there. I ain't go back to Stormwind. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid instancing. I could have just flown right there, but whatever. Anyway, so you go back, and Darian's like, hey, there's some crap going down. We got to talk to Bolvar. So we're going to go see what he's up to. Obviously, he's all better. You know, he got better hanging out with the Death Knights, and then it's uh, time to go deal with some Shadowland stuff. 
Well, so first thing you do is, <laughs> oh, look at that. I, I like you. I like your note there. <laughs> so the first thing you do is you, you grab the little shards of the helm and because, you know, he's like, hey, use the helm. It's broken into pieces, but it's still really powerful. Uh, go ahead. Let's, let's go to Shadowland. So you do, you do a little ceremony, you do a little thing and you, you keep one of them. That's important. That's actually important. So you keep one of them. You keep a shard. <laughs> you, you know what? It's it's your note. You can say you can say what the note is. It's important. <laughs> so I, I love the moment where you when you go go you know go through the the death gate and you arrive at Ice Crown. Darian Mulgrain freaking tells you to look up. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, Darian! <laughs> yes. I was just I like totally geeked out about that moment. I was so excited. It was uh, yeah, what it was would, great. And I loved I was going to say what God. would you have done if he said if Darian Mogren says, "Look up. Listen to Dungeon Vambles while you're at it." <laughs> I would have wondered who was smoking what. Cuz why would they do that? <laughs> With my little like very neat show like yeah. Everyone would be like, "What?" <laughs> what is that? What is Dungeon Fables? Well, Google that. <laughs> All of a sudden, my listeners like shoot through the roof. <laughs> what just happened? Thanks, Darian. Darian Mulgrain happened. It's fine. <laughs> well, and I loved that moment where you were doing the shards. Like you could almost feel the effort it took to put the shards on their runes because it, they make your character go really, really slow, and there's all that. Like the animation of like all this energy or whatever, like whizzing past you and just you could almost feel the weight of it. And I thought it was really I cool. thought it was really lame because when I did it in the beta, they allowed me to heroic leap, but not in live. They're like, nope, you can't do that while you're pacified. I was like, oh, you <laughs> I would I would make fun of you, but um, Worgen's cheat in the Maw. I, I was going to so say, are you allowed to you. run wild in the Maw? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're going to hotfix it eventually, but for right now, I'm going to enjoy every second of that hacks. You know, I feel like you deserve it. I, you know, if you're a, if you're a Morgan player, there you go. You win. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, if you think about it, it's like, I'm going to get down on all fours. Oh, wait, I'm, it's fine. <laughs> it's like druids, you know, they can turn into little thing blobs, but anyway. You get the idea. <laughs> okay, important note here before we move on. Uh, we all know Taronda jumps through. Whee! So she jumps through. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't think there's anything else to talk about here. But no, we arrive in the mall. And it's time to rescue some people that got kidnapped. Yeah. So the people that actually got, you know, abducted. We got, uh, we get, we're dealing with Jaina, Thrall, Bane, and Anduin. So those are the four big yep. players that we're dealing with. And uh, first one that we run into, thanks to uh, Darian and uh, all the Knights of the Ebon Blade that have decided to come with us, was Jaina and Thrall. Thrall was there too, but he was a little, he was a little beat up at the time. You didn't even notice he was there until Jaina was like, are you, come on, get up. <laughs> I don't even know who said that, actually. Maybe it was Darian that said it. Well, Thrall was just like knocked out <laughs> first week. Yeah, Thrall, Thrall was not quite lucid at that no. point. Now, first, the main thing that I wanted to bring up here is 
I just thought it was interesting that Jaina was like, you know, every single time I escaped, you know, suddenly I wind up in a cage again. I don't even know how long I've been here. Has it been weeks, months? Time has no meaning here. So, I thought that was interesting that you're like, okay, time has no meaning. Okay. I think this is probably what they were trying to allude to when in one of the interviews, someone said time works a little differently in the Shadowlands because so we kind of talked about. Yeah. Time is not a construct of death. It's not really a thing. Right. So, I don't know. It's weird. I think it was just interesting to hear about, you know, badass prison break Jaina over <laughs> here with her multiple attempts and she knows to hide in this cave and then she knows this and that. And other was just, actually, like, I don't know if you ever watched the show Prison nope. Break. Like, back in the day, like, I, I really enjoyed it. But so it was, it was just kind of interesting to hear her, her talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I liked the... I liked the clues. The first one was a bunch of people impaled on like um, uh, like ice shards. The other one was a polymorphed, like whatever. We don't even know. And Darian's <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. We're just, just leave it. Leave it a sheep. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure Danny did that. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll just leave, leave it there. I'm pretty sure <laughs> sheep are not na- like a native to the moths. <laughs> well, and I think it was funny because it, I think the, the, the mob that was sheeped was something like Death Eater or something. So it's this little sheep just walking around with Death Eater above its head. It was it was great. I got to kick out of that. It's <laughs> awesome. All right. So so we we meet up with Jaina and the Thrall. They're like, hey, let's go get in the cave. And here's the funny thing is that they're talking about like, oh, here we're going to do this whole, you know, we're going to go, hey, we're Death Knights. We can make death dead things do what we want. So <laughs> they did all that thing because um, Darian was like, hey, you still got that shard of the Helm Domination, right? Go use that on a couple dead things. It's still pretty powerful. So you do that, and then eventually you figure out that, oh, Anduin is over there. So you can go help out Anduin. Now, this is actually where we didn't see this in beta. (laughs) Nope. I was like, oh my god. (laughs) We didn't know Sylvanas went and talked to him. Such a narrow vision. You disappoint me. No matter. We will find what we seek. In another. Nope, not at all. And her, her eyes have gotten like a little bit of a oomph to them now. Do you notice yeah, that? They're, like, they're spookier. They're more like they're sinister looking, right? They're not yeah. just like red, like, <laughs> like whatever. They're like... There's, they're there's glowing stuff. red. It's, they're like... There's more... Yeah. yeah. It's not just like... <laughs> I, I'm... You know, I'm Sylvanas, I'm scary. No, it's like, no, I'm with the Maw now. I'm super scary. You're like, yep, yep, you're super scary, Sylvanas. Yeah. She's got like this super (laughs) cool, like, she almost looks like a Death Knight now, but like a Death Knight Ranger look. look. I don't know. Right. Yeah, it's really Uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. She she, she got a glow up. It's pretty pretty nice looking. I like it. So, (laughs) so the the main thing that I kind of took away from here is at one point, um, Anduin was like, I'm not helping you, blah, 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 blah. And and Sylvanas said to him, we're going to get whatever we need from another. So it's almost like, no, we did want you, but now that you're being a little butthead, we're going to use someone else. <laughs> it's, that's kind of what where I was, it sounded like to me. I don't know. What are you thinking? So, I mean, we'll, we'll get into the second, like, like what are, the, what are they looking for? Like, what do they need? Because at one point... Thrall talks about how it seemed as though the jailer was studying him. You know, at one point, well, I mean, I'm jumping slightly ahead, I'm sorry. But 
the jailer has deemed Bane unworthy and dropped him off a cliff. Mm-hmm. And Anduin doesn't have what they need, and they're going to find it. As f- she says, "We'll find what we seek in another." Yeah, there you go. So, like, what are they? What? 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 What are they seeking? What are they after? Like, what? Why? Why? So, I don't know what they are seeking there. But I feel like when she said, we will find what we seek in another, I feel like she was talking about us. Because she probably knows that, oh, the champions of Azeroth have showed up and they're not to toot your horn or anything. And when you're pretty cool, dude, you do that whole bubble thing, you know, you, it's it's pretty nice. You, you almost ruined my parade until I blighted you all. <laughs> 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 right? Um... Uh, so yeah, you're pretty cool, but these champions of Azeroth, they're way more powerful than you. Because, <laughs> like I said, I've died 20,000 times and I'm still kicking, so <laughs> there's something about me. <laughs> right. Which is funny, too, because I have not died once in the Shadowlands. Um, so yeah, never died in Bastion. Go me. Oh, good Go job. Go me. Good job. That was, it was easy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that I think that was the main thing, is that we do see Sylvanas basically taunting Anduin saying, don't worry about it. We will get what we need from another. And yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Yep. I'm going to leave it. I'm just going to, I'll just tell you right now. Next yep. episode. <laughs> I have more information. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to put it in here. <laughs> Stay tuned to episode yeah, eight. Yeah, seriously. Jen's got more information and probably by the time episode eight comes out, you will too. <laughs> Things will make more sense. <laughs> All right. So, we decide to break out into it. We get him out. That was fun. Yeah. And yeah, that was fun. And it was kind of an annoying quest. Did, so did you ever do this quest in, in a beta? Uh, we were. Do- yep. Yeah. Did you have the f- the first time you did it? Did you think that you had to do it all upstairs and you didn't go back down? Because that's what I did for a long time. I was like, this quest is dumb. <laughs> it. I went through it. I ended up going through it a couple times. And the first time I yep. did that. And the second time I was like, oh, hey, look, there's more downstairs. <laughs> this was the first. This was the first better. time where I was like, I'm glad I did this in beta at least once. So now I know, hey, you can go back downstairs. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and, and, and you didn't go downstairs, at least for a while. I did that too. I just did it in beta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, after you got Anduin and all this stuff, you're like, hey, what's that over there? And it's like, it's the jailer, like you mentioned, holding Bane up, which I don't think we had that cutscene either, did we? Yeah. Nope. So if they sh- in the, the cutscene, they showed the jailer up there. Like, hey, look, it's the jailer. But there was no cutscene and it was just the jailer standing there ominously doing nothing. He wasn't holding Bane. He wasn't doing anything like that. He was just staying there. And we could see him up there. And that was it. So when that cussing dropped, I was like, oh, my God, that wasn't in either. <laughs> there was like, a pretty oh, creepy one, too, where he's like, you. He's like, yeah. him up and he's like, you suck. He just drops him. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, better go rescue him. 
And that was the one time where I kind of felt bad for Bane because it was like, because we were already like going like, hey, we need to go to the way gate. We're going to go to over to the cauldron and the thing. And it's like, oh, yeah, Bane, we're going to rescue him. I was like, that wasn't like part of the plan. <laughs> he's just a he's just a side right? note. Oh, I'm sorry, Bane. These guys are jerks. I'm just following what they're saying. Like, I totally would have rescued you. I'm telling you, I would have rescued you. Just saying. Bane Bane's awesome. awesome. He brought Derek back. Yeah. He brought Derek back. Right. Anyway. So he was, he was rescued. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I also want to know why he was so unworthy. It's very interesting. All right. Now, we get to the way gate. We do this whole thing. And we talked about this a little bit in a previous episode where it's like, whoa, Waygate's like actually doing something when the mortal came near. And he's basically saying like, because he's talking about the first one. So this is literally the very first time that we hear about the first ones. He's like, oh, it's interacting to the mortal. Something that the first one put there. Very interesting. So this is is literally the very first time in game where you hear the word first ones in your life. And, you know, that's why all lore nerds went, wait, the what now? (laughs) The what? (laughs) Who's that? (laughs) So, yeah, and we're literally still doing that. And I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I'm assuming we No, Yeah, we don't know the first one is. We're not keeping a secret. We would totally tell you if we knew. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, we get up there and it's like, oh, we got to do this. We got to do this. And it's like, we got to, you know, because obviously we've done these quests before. You got to charge up the way again. We're charging up, charging up, charging up. Uh, and then you get it as like out of like 120 out of 140 or something like that. And Andy was like, oh, my gosh, it stopped. <laughs> and then the jailer shows up and... He's looking very Xerxes from 300. But I'm a generous god. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all right, you you guys are going back to your prison. Do, 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 do. Uh, oh, that was heartbreaking, too. I was like, no, <laughs> we took, we spent all that time getting you out. And you yourselves have been trying for a while. We were finally there. And now they're Dang caught it. again. No oh, drama, high drama. I, I, I think the be- I think the main reason why they even did that is it's like uh, I think we need to give these guys a reason to even go back to the mall because who the heck would want to go to the mall? <laughs> you know what I mean? To go to Torcast because it's amazing and I can't wait. But that's a yeah, different well, story. That's a different story. But you gotta have you gotta have a reason to go to Torcast <laughs> too. And originally you gotta go to the mall. You know, yeah, it's like oh, what's Jane and Anne went up to? Blah blah blah. Beat the idea. So, yep. So there you go. Um, at this point, I, I think this is actually the first thing that I, I liked is when Anduin said, the light has not, the light is still with me, even here, which I thought that I was like, okay, that's pretty sweet. Because, you yeah. know, which makes sense because, you know, we talked about this in a previous episode where the light was messing with Revendreth and the light was in, you know, the void attacked Bastion. We just talked about that today. Um, yeah, uh, so he's like, oh, okay, well, I can still do my cool little bubble thing. When he does that, and he tells us to, hey, champion, you know, insert name here, because, you know, the, if, you, if, you, if you read it, it says my name, but, you know, the voice actor just called me champion. Whatever. I didn't realize we were so informal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, he's like, you got to get out of here, and you got to go now. And so we're like... Well, you don't have to tell me twice. Bye-bye. 
At least that's what my character said. Your character was like, no, Edward. Your character's probably nicer than mine. Because <laughs> you're going to Ardenweald. I'm going to Maldraxxus. <laughs> but also, you know, can get all voidy well, and stuff. So. Just because you're a shadow breeze don't mean you're, don't mean you're mean. I'm just saying, like, like the only reason, True. the only time I could see your character being, like, really mean is if you, like, all worked out and you were like, <laughs> That would be awesome. <laughs> I want to attack with my claws now. That's a worgen. That'd be awesome. That would be sweet. Anyways. Anyway. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should make a worgen uh, warrior. Yeah. I have thought about making another worgen because I want to make one and then do all white oh. ones because oh. they're sweet looking. So this is, this is what you need to do. And, and this is literally something that I've thought about doing is make a worgen warrior. Now that single-minded fury is back. Go single mind of fury and transmog your weapons into fist weapons. So it looks like you're just clawing them. (laughs) Yes. Okay, that's sweet. Hopefully that works. That might be one of the things I do towards the end of the expansion when like, you know, we're just killing time. Like I said, hopefully that works. That might happen. (laughs) I think it works. Yeah. I don't know. They got some weird restrictions on transmog sometimes. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe that'll work or not. Okay. So. We made it back. We, we we got out of the mall. We're now the mall walker because we got out. Sweet. Sweet, right? Yeah. So we get to this cool little place called Oribos. Look up, everybody. Oh, my God. It's the best guy box in the entire game. <laughs> it's, just, it's pretty sweet. It's Especially so when you go to the upper levels and you get to look up. That's where you that's where you really get to take it in. Because <sighs> if you're just looking up, you're like, move, mm. Oribos. You're in the way. <laughs> like... Exactly, it really is. Oh my gosh! Like, look up, look up, like even when you look up to the side with all the you know animated watercolor watercolors and everything, phenomenally done. Even looking down at the ma, so cool. Then when you look up and you get the like the watery effect with all the souls and stuff, it's it's just uh, I love it. It is pretty awesome, I will admit, because I was like, yeah. oh, it wasn't lying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so. Well, actually, before we get to, to Orbos, it looks like we have an Ilganoth Whisper that we want to bring in here. Possibly. So, my husband, you know, looks at Reddit once in a while and that kind of thing. And I guess there's some people on Reddit talking about one of the Ilganoth Whispers. It says, the light has struck a bargain with the enemy of all. And when Anduin does his, you know, light bubble thingamabobby, the jailer was really intrigued by it. He was like, oh, really now? And like, what, what? <laughs> and so that makes, I mean, it makes me wonder like, so is death considered the enemy of all and has light somehow struck into bargain with the enemy of death? And that's why the jailer was so excited to see Anduin use the light. Or is it more that the Nathrazim might be the enemy of all? And so the light has done something with the Nathrazim. I don't know, but. But there's some people, there's some people talking about this whisper in reference to that little jailer and do an interaction there at the end. I can see that. I can see that. That the light has struck a bargain with the enemy of all. So if we're going to assume, <clears throat> excuse me for a second, that the jailer is the enemy of all, and I, I feel like that mm, it's probably a good assumption. I'm not going to say it's correct. I'm just going to say it's a good assumption. Right? It's a possibility. You know, it's, it seems like an educated guess. Then the light has struck a bargain with the enemy. Like I can definitely see that. I absolutely can see that. Um, yeah. And seriously, I'm just 
So I'm just before we before I say anything, I'm just gonna say, yeah, tune in for next episode, and I might spoil this a little more of why this might actually be a thing. <laughs> yeah. Stay yeah. tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Also, before we move into the other, the, the next bit, because it's going to be a bigger one. Back when we see Helia, you know, we get to the bridge and we're like, we're going to make it, guys. And all of a sudden, all these little tendrils pop up and Helia's like, Rawr! and we get knocked off the bridge. And we have the, <laughs> we have the, <laughs> I just killed Jen. We have the, um, so, so um, we get knocked into the Gorgoa River of Souls and we got all the ghosties like flying by us and stuff. I actually stood there for a minute and read a lot of their little things they're saying as they like go flying by you. And some of them were kind of interesting. So one of them was actually really funny because it says, when I said, I'll be damned, I didn't mean this. (laughs) (laughs) I got got a good laugh on that one. Um, One of them was like, I did it. I sacrificed everything. But some of these, some of these were like, like one was like, a loon will protect us. And one was screaming about fire. Uh Uh-oh. So there's Teldrassil, right? All right. Um, one of them was said, Lord Illidan will show us the way. Illidan's busy. <laughs> <laughs> but some of them, like, if you if you took time to really consider, you know, that each of these are supposed to be someone who has died, and they you know, reach their own soul that led their own life. And some of the things they said, like one of them is there were children on the boat. Please, you know, one of them said, um, where'd it go? <laughs> like you could see like th- that moment where they died and they were saying, don't see me, don't see me, don't see me, don't see me. Like it, it's really, it's a really heavy moment when you just sit there and read some, some things they're saying. It's, it, oh, like it's, it's deep, man. It, it gets, right. it's a little dark. Next playthrough, I'm going to do that ooh, because this yeah. playthrough, I heroically got out of there and I was like, I want to be in the soul. Like, that yeah, makes sense. You're, you're a warrior. That's <laughs> okay. what you guys do. But it was just really interesting to just like, just sit there for a second and like experience them all like whizzing by you, like saying all these things, their, their last moments of life and their death. You know, one said, I trusted in Sylvanas. Like it just... <laughs> It was, it's definitely worth taking a moment and just standing there and experiencing that. And the little like itty bitty details put into that is just, you know, flavor. And I thought it was really well done. Yeah, that, that is pretty awesome. I, I think my favorite is actually the don't see me, don't see me. I was almost creepy. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it really is. Like, so, so were they stealth somewhere? Were they hiding somewhere? Like, yeah, it's that, that one and the one with the children on the boat, like that, yeah. that one, like, oh, like that got my heart. It was like. Ooh, man, this is this this is real, guys. Yeah. So there you go. There's an, uh, yeah. So I just learned something. Yeah. Like I said, next playthrough, I'm gonna sit there for a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's it's worth it. Like not not for super long, but even just just like a minute, minute or two. Like it's yeah. definitely worth it. All right. So we have made it to Oribos for uncounted eons. The Shadowlands was in perfect order. Infinite afterlives, with Oribos, the eternal city, as the shining heart. So, yeah, we have. Looked up. Good job. Next thing that we're going to do is we're going to talk to some people. Do, 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 do. We're going to wander around. we got to go see the Hall of Curiosities. we got to go see this. Hey, where's the bank? Hey, where's the profession trainers? It's, you get it. <laughs> so... Next thing you do is you're going to come and say, like, hey, what's going on, everybody? Like, 
Why why haven't you seen people for a while? This and that. Blah, 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 blah. And then that's when one of them, I don't they got some weird names, so I didn't write any of them down. Nope. <laughs> anyway, one of them, like the speaker, like the voice of the Arbiter, I think is like their title, was like, well, something happened. Every mortal soul came before the Arbiter. And she, ever wise, experienced all that had shaped a soul in life. With this knowledge, she consigned every soul to the afterlife it justly deserved. Until... That dread moment, our perfect order was shattered. And so it is that every soul, kind and cruel alike, is denied its rightful afterlife, and instead is damned to the inescapable torment of the law. Now, here is another, and I'm just going to tell you right now, because... Uh, I played through this on the beta, and this is another one of those cutscenes that was not in there. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and the other two, or two or three, or whatever it was, they were pretty cool. Like, I liked them. But this one was the one where I was like, what? Yep. <laughs> yep. This one was nuts. <laughs> so, because the thing that we've been speculating for a long time is because people were talking about the machine of death broke. Machine of death. Machine of death. Machine of death. Well... When we say the machine of death, they're talking the Arbiter's broke. Because that's what they're talking about here. When they say the machine of death is broke, they're 100% talking about the Arbiter ain't working no more. Someone needs to turn her off and turn her back on again or something. Okay. Because apparently what happened is, well, things were going along. Sorting hat, sorting hat, sorting hat. You know, you go to Revenge, you go to this one, you go to her, you know. And it's saying like, oh, she's doing it in like milliseconds at a time. Just like, oh, I know you. You go here. Oh, I know you. You go here. Well, apparently some very bright red, I don't know, almost look like a meteor. Look like a, I don't know. What did you think it looked like? Is this, I don't I, I don't even know. Like, so at first I was like, is it a soul? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like I said, I was streaming this. So Crescent Raisin, Crescent, the hip. Crescent Raven, who actually listened to the show. Hi, Crescent. Um, they were pointing out that it also kind of looks like a spell. Yeah. And if so, like, who would it have been from? Like, who orchestrated that? Or was it a soul? And if so, like, what soul was it? Like, it just, these are things I want to know because we don't know yet. Yeah, the only thing that I thought was really, that, that I kind of took away from it a little bit is, and, and, and these may just be 100, and this is maybe. You know, we talking right on my ass for a second, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it for a second. So let's let's, let's play <laughs> along. Well, there was an interview a while ago that uh, following the the Legion expansion that it basically said that hey, because have you ever been like flying around like in the Broken Shore or anything like that, and you look up, you know, you listen to Alley and you look up, and then you're and you're like, what is that really big bright star over there off in the corner? That I didn't notice before. 
Yeah. What the heck is that? Well, those are the two things that I kind of linked together where I was like, because I don't know if you if you watched it. I'm sure you have. If you're listening to this episode, I'm sure you've watched it by now. It's the intro. Okay. It was a big right bread beam of... <laughs> yeah. So that was the... And, and I'm just saying, if you look at the color palette of that red star and that red, you know, like G.I. Joe laser beam that hit the Arbiter. G.I. <laughs> <laughs> Joe laser beam. Yeah, blue laser beams are the good guys, and red laser beams are the bad guys. You know, it's Cobra versus yeah, yeah, versus Go, Go Joe, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, I'm just saying they look similar. Could they be connected? I don't know. Cause in the in the little short story we talked about, I mean Boulevard did mention that hey, a bunch of crazy crap happened after the Legion stuff. Helm wasn't doing anything out of the ordinary. Now some things are right. happening. I don't know. Can we all blame Illidan for this one? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Some some report. I, I read a couple comments. Someone suggesting Sargeras. Someone was suggesting Argus. That could actually. Like, I that I, I, I can see that one. Um, if yeah. we suggest Ar- the death of Argus, that might do it. Yeah. So once again. If that Maybe. is, I'm just gonna say, if it's the death of Argus, because if you go do the mythic Argus fight, Argus isn't blue. He's all he red. red. <laughs> so yeah. So um, yep. I'm gonna go with that one because <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> sounds about right. Um, that is my current working theory. <laughs> yeah. And by my current work theory, I'm totally going to pilfer what Allie just said, because I didn't think of it myself. <laughs> I didn't think of it myself either. That's, I think, I think if I remember right, Crescent may have mentioned it in my stream, and I was looking through Wowhead comics, because comments, because I actually went and watched the cinematic warmer time, like, right before we started recording, right before we got on the call, and I... Some of the comments are stupid, obviously, <laughs> but someone actually, a couple of them were talking about Argus and I'm like, oh, maybe. The, the, okay. You know, since the Shadowlands is connected to all the different worlds, it's not just Azeroth, the death of Argus, I guess, yeah, that, that seems to line up for me. Yeah. And it, it also lines up with the, the going theory of the player characters are the dumbest people ever. <laughs> <laughs> We just do the, we just keep making things worse and worse and worse in in an attempt to make things better. (laughs) Like, seriously, we are the most gullible idiots. I'm just saying, I don't know. It's bad. We just do some bad things. So now that's, that was the cutscene, but that's not it because I remembered something and I thought this was another, we're a bunch of gullible idiots moment. (laughs) Okay. So there's one more little thing before you head off to Bastion and it'll probably be another future episode because I need to like send my paladin through there and he's still sitting at level 50 in really bad gear. So right. give me a minute. We'll maybe we'll talk about the Bastion storyline later because I want to know what's up with Uther. He just kind of made an appearance a little bit. He, I don't get no answers. It's not even, not yeah. even much. He's you do just, the for intro just, stuff. So. Oh, there he is. Okay. And there he's gone. <laughs> Didn't even say hi. <laughs> Okay, Technically, bye. that makes sense because <laughs> my character never met him. He was totally dead before I rolled him up in classic, so it's fine. 
parents. Right. Okay. Makes sense. Even if I interacted with your soul, it was the other half of your soul. Okay. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Again, we talked about that. (laughs) Boing. Right. So here we go. One more dumb thing that we decided to do. Is it going to pay off? I don't know. It, It might be something where it's like, man, you guys are stupid. Are you crazy? The guy behind the chainsaws. Smart. So, the the voices of the the you know of the uh, the arbiter and all that you know the people that you're hanging out with it and foremost are like, hey, there's a cool magic table here. Go ahead and place on the table something from your world that will you know link Oromos to your world. I don't know what possessed the player characters or whoever thought this was a good idea because even at one point Darian was using the helm of domination and he's like I don't like that thing here you can have it back Mr. Mr. Jin that's all yours <laughs> well maybe my player character didn't like it either but he's like yeah I guess this is from Azeroth and he and he decided to put that on the on the table there technically it's not from Azeroth <laughs> right but the I mean the Technically, the player card doesn't. Well, doesn't again, that, right? we're just like the gullible idiots. Oh yeah, this this all makes sense. <laughs> I'll just put this on the table. Yeah. I oh. brought it from Azeroth. Yeah, it works. From Azeroth. I mean, it it seemed to do something because Bolvar showed up and he's like, "Yeah, hey, everybody, it's Bolvar." Even though I said I wasn't going to go through because but Orbos is fine. I don't want to. I didn't want to go to. The, he just basically said I didn't want to go to the mall. I think is really what he was. I think. That might be like his worst night. I mean, I'm wondering if maybe in the future, in a future patch, he might. Yeah. I just, I but think that now. was his big thing is he was like, I'm not going to the mall. It's not going to happen, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, That's, that would yeah. not be a smart choice. I've seen it. I kind of know a little bit about the jailer. Probably should have told you guys about it, but I didn't. But <laughs> again, I'm keeping secrets. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just was like, why on earth would it be a good idea to be like, here you go, Ouroboros, here's something from Azeroth. And as we've kind of found out from the Afterlife short that Frostmourne and probably the Helm of Domination 2, almost guaranteed, those are originally from the Maw. And I was just like, hey guys, I don't know, that, again, I don't know if that was a good idea. Made it, made it been a bad move. <laughs> it's not a good look. I'm, some, I'm just saying, pay that's my little little thing of saying if something shows up to deal with that I warn you (laughs) even though technically my player character stuck that thing up there too so Uh, that's me as the omniscient viewer going you're an idiot (laughs) why'd you do that (laughs) kind of like watching a horror movie when you're yelling at the uh, yelling at the screen you understand right (laughs) don't go in there (laughs) trap all right now, before we wrap up today, I did have one more fun observation. And this was, I literally just snagged a, a snippet of one of the quests where I was like, well, that answers the question that I had. And it, it makes sense. So currently we, as we were kind of leading up to the Shadowlands and all this kind of thing, we knew of four of the Eternal Ones. Obviously, we had the Archon, the Winter Queen, the Primus, and Sire um, Denathrius. Right, those are the four that were like, oh, they're the eternal ones. They're the ones that kind of created their realms. Right? right, there's two others. One of them is the jailer because they kind of elude to him as like, oh, he's an eternal one. This and that, 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 that. You get the idea. 
So he's kind of on the same par as all those other like leaders of the thing. Well, the other one is the is the arbiter. The arbiter is also considered it because here is actually what the quest says. It says that when you arrive in Bastion, seek out one of the Kyrian. Explain that you require an audience with the Archon. Like the Arbiter, she is one of the Eternal Ones who rules over the Shadowlands. There you go. They're kind of on the same page. They are Eternal Ones. I just thought that was a fun observation. Take, take. Yeah, I mean, I I always imagined the Arbiter as being uh, above right. the Eternal Ones somehow, or kind of like the, the leader in, in charge, if you will. So to hear that their arbiter is also internal one. They're all on the you know the same power level. If yeah, you will, it makes I sense. Guess. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't want to put the sorting rank. hat over Dumbledore. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it it does. It does. <laughs> sorting hat's just as powerful. Yeah. I mean, or is it? It's a bad analogy. Moving on. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> and that is just comparing an artifact to a person. Hmm, whatever. But yeah, it totally makes sense to me that they're like, no, the arbiter. This is the thing that they do. They've been doing it for eons, and now they're not. Because, yeah, we're totally going to blame Argus now because I, I like that theory. This is a great theory. We're, we're going to go with that one. Well, because he's Argus the Unmaker, right? He, he, and um, if, if it is Argus, I mean, it unmade the Arbiter. <laughs> That's a damn, uh, <laughs> another, of. another great point that I'm going to continue to say. This is totally my <laughs> idea. Sally's idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was many people's idea. I've just been building on it. That's yeah, all. I'm just saying. This is a good idea. It's my idea. Now, I feel like this is the meme where it's like, I made this. You made this? I made this. Yeah. Yeah. It's Argus. It's Argus? It's Argus. All right, well, I guess we can wrap up here and say, hey, we got some reviews. Yeah. We still got some of those. You guys are really nice. Yeah. Giving us reviews and we barely, yeah. like, we barely exist as a show. So seriously, thanks. <laughs> barely exist. <laughs> we haven't even made it to 10. <laughs> like, that's like, that's like the, the thing, right? That's, that's like when, it, when you're like a, a big boy show. It's where you've moved, moved beyond pull-ups. Is that right? <laughs> Something <laughs> like that, yeah. <laughs> Should that be the title of episode 10? <laughs> Moving beyond pull-ups. Oh, wow. I'm a big boy now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> now, that'll be the episode. That'll be the title of episode 10. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure the title of this episode is going to be it's like, is it Argus? It's Argus. <laughs> Argus? Argus. <laughs> I made this. <laughs> I made this. <laughs> All right. So, our first review is coming from, once again, the Warcraft Radio Podcast Directory. I said that correct this time. Yeah. All right. So this one is coming from the one and only Cerise. And they say, Jen and Allie on the same podcast every two weeks? Yes, please. This has been awesome since the first episode and is only getting better. I love the chemistry and the immense amount of knowledge you gain from both hosts. And ending on a positive story is so needed in all the chaos of the current world. The Wreath, I very much agree. Thank you, Sarith. Yeah. Yes. Thank you very much. So this next one comes to us from Apple Podcasts. 
and says, awesome show. It says, Live Laugh Lore has become one of my priority podcasts. Fortnightly, they do a deep dive into a small segment of WoW lore. Jin from Morley Gray and Allie from Dungeon Fables have a great rapport with each other and virtually bring the listener into the conversation. I can't wait for their next episode, and I look forward to hearing their take on Shadowlands when it releases. Oh, very timely. Welcome. So here it is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so that was from, I'm probably going to say this wrong, Zostix? I'm going to go Zostix. Zostix. You're probably right, though, because you're always right. That's just the way it works. <laughs> I'm not always good at pronouncing things. Neither am let's I. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, my I, I still remember how I originally wanted to pronounce Sarith. I wanted to pronounce it Siri the. Right? I think I might have the first time. Yeah, it's Siri the. And then when he when when he when he corrected you in your Discord, the next like two or three re- two or three weeks I can talk, when Cerise would answer my Friday question, I'd have to go back and look at your Discord to make sure I'm saying <laughs> it right. <laughs> I started putting in my show notes, like like putting like two E's in there, so I knew it was Cerise. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I did. That's a thing. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for the review. Very, very seriously. Kind of you. Zostix or Zostix, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> These fantasy <laughs> names—they're they're hard to pronounce. I'm just saying. Anyway, so like we always do, we have a fun little positive story that we're going to talk about just for a second. How about that? Stories. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. All right. So, if you are like me, then you, that would mean that you're a fan of Dolly Parton. Somebody says, oh, Dolly, you always just look so happy. I said, that's the Botox. <laughs> so, <laughs> and the collagen. <laughs> that's exactly what that would mean. <laughs> you love a good nine to five. Some Jolene. You know, if you're in a if you're in a real bad mood, you just want to embrace the sadness. You go listen to the song "The Bridge." Oh, that's a rough one. I'm just gonna tell you. Well, check it out. This is a fun little story that I just I was running across. I was like, you know, me and my wife we recently got a uh, a book um, by Dolly Parton. It was uh, uh, "My Life in Lyrics." It's a good book, by the way. You should totally check it out. It's it's one of those like it's like nice. one of those coffee table books. It's like a, it's real big because it, like when we first got it, I was like, "Whoa, what the heck?" Is that? <laughs> it, was, it was massive, <laughs> <laughs> but it's got lots of pictures and lots of awesome stuff in there. So yeah, check that up. Check it out if you if you're a, a fan like I am. Well, here is the fun story that I just thought of. it was it was too adorable and you know she's awesome. So we're just gonna point out, hey, she still continues to be awesome. Which is, hey, 2020, it's a thing. Did you know Dolly Parton helped fund Moderna's vaccine? <laughs> I did not, actually. <laughs> so, you know, the pharmaceutical company Moderna, they've uh, released uh, one of their kind of the stats on their coronavirus vaccine saying that uh, it's in early trials. It has about a 95% effectiveness. Awesome. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Well, fun little story there is that this whole started, it all kind of began with a car crash and an unlikely friendship. Well, basically what happened is back in October of 2013... Dolly Parton was involved in a car accident. Don't worry, it wasn't a real big deal. It was actually pretty minor. She just had some bruises and things like that. But anyway, she decided to go visit the Vanderbilt University Medical Center. And she made friends with somebody by the name of... Now, I'm probably going to say this wrong, but just bear with me, okay? Najee... Oh, 
uh, Abumrad. There you go. That's my best. That's my best job. So I'm gonna go with Naji. Is yeah, that sounds about right. Anyway, good. yeah, uh, they are a physician and professor of surgery. Very pretty awesome. Anyway, basically they cool. were saying that hey, we got this whole thing going on. Uh, and what happened is that Dolly Parton donated about a million dollars to uh, Vanderbilt for their coronavirus research. So, pretty friggin' awesome that she has decided to chip in for all this stuff. Anyway, yeah, that's a lot. It's just one of those things where you're just like, <laughs> you know, I always knew Dolly Parton. You were an awesome lady. So, uh, thanks for continuing to be awesome. I very much appreciate you and all that you've done to brighten my mood, as a matter of fact. One of my favorite songs that happens to show up on my playlist when I had a commute was nine to five. <laughs> yeah. So seriously, I mean, I know, I know that I don't exactly have the uh, rights to play the song right now, so I won't, but you know what? While this is all done, pull up a Spotify and go listen to nine to five. It'll, it'll make you feel better. Make you feel right as rain once this is all done. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. So like I said, Dolly Parton, she's awesome. Um, and I just, I just thought there was the most adorable damn story where it's just like she got in this car accident. She became friends with uh, Najee, uh, who was a, a professor, and um, you know they just became friends. And then eventually, after the whole pandemic hit, and he was like telling her like, "Hey, we got this you know, kind of stuff, uh, crazy antibody stuff going on. You want to check it out?" And she's like, "Yeah, here's a million dollars. Keep working." <laughs> it's like, wow, that's awesome. You are. It's good to see people who, you know, have money, use it for good like this. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Dolly Parton is one of those people that you just go like, dude, you're cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and speaking of Dolly Parton, if you if, and, and I'll just throw this in here. Is it just an added bonus? There's actually a documentary on Netflix. We're all stuck at home right now, so you might as well watch it. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Because um, actually, um, here's the one story that I'll, I'll tell you that I thought was really interesting about her. She's one of those things that you just go, wow. You're an incredibly nice woman. Um, she was invited to uh, someone's wedding. They were friends. They, you know, they toured together and things like that. Well, uh, so she was invited to this wedding. Um, it, just about everyone that was at that wedding kept coming up to her, asking for autographs, asking for pictures and things like that. And she just she never turned anyone away. She was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Come on. Just, you know, it was like a, probably a selfie line going down, <laughs> you know, down the road, something, something crazy like that. <laughs> And, you know, the the guy that invited her came up and was like, you don't have to do this. And she's like, yeah, I do. Like, it's, this is what I signed up for. Like, this is what you get when you're a celebrity. This is, <laughs> it's all part of the deal. <laughs> so, right. I can yeah, imagine. So she, she's just one of those awesome ladies that she's just super friendly, uh, always has time for her fans. And there you go. And I like her music. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. That's it. I think that's a show. You got anything else you want to throw in here? No, because I want to go play Shadowlands. I, I kind of want to play Shadowlands too. Right? I mean, now I'm thinking like, like I wonder what happens in Mount Jackson's because I didn't play any of that stuff. I still need to get out of Bastion. I think you're almost there. You're almost, almost there. there. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Live, Laugh, Lore. If you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, or a question that you're just dying to know the answer to, send us an email at livelaughlorecast at gmail.com. 
You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jin on Twitter at Jared Cooster, and you can follow Allie at Allie Anders K. Meanwhile, be kind and take care. <laughs>